Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday presented, of course, as always, by DraftKings. Only two days away from naming some new winners. Those of you that spread the word via social media, this week is just a Facebook review of Ross Tucker Pod. Love those of you that take advantage of any of the great sponsors you hear on the show. Just make sure when you do, you email me, Ross at RossTucker.com, so I can send you one of these amazing press passes. And then the YouTube shout-out's very cool. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Speaking of shout-outs, Ryan Pels is our latest patron of the day. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Be a part of the little family we got going. A private Tuckhead Slack channel that we enjoy greatly. Love the interaction with all of you. And I think you're going to love today's big show. A little bit different. Not necessarily even within the realm of, of the NFL, but you know, when there's something that jumps out to me, like these two young men and and what they did on Saturday, I I think it's gonna be a conversation that you guys are gonna really, really enjoy. It's big show time. The big show. So this is a little different, but something very, very cool that I think you guys will like they're not in the nfl at least not yet but i've got a couple of brothers on the show that play for the wisconsin badgers i know nolan uh who's a junior at wisconsin third year junior has been on the show before i don't know if if the older one the fifth year or the other one as the guy said uh, when he's going to tv hayden the older one the fifth year senior hayden have you been on the show before uh, i don't believe i have Awesome. Well, welcome to the show. I think we had uh, Nolan on like during COVID when he was being recruited by 
everybody in the country. So for those of you who don't know, and I know I probably touched no. on it a little bit earlier, um, I've known both of these young men, I was about to call you boys, but these young men since they were like in middle school. So very, very cool to see them both playing Division One football. And they kind of went viral over the weekend when Nolan, the offensive lineman, not Hayden, the tight end, caught the game-winning touchdown pass against Illinois in a come-from-behind win for Wisconsin. So I guess I'll just start with you, Nolan. What, what's the last couple of days been like for you? Uh, shoot, it's just been uh, thank you a lot of people for reaching out, texting. It's been, uh, yeah, a lot of text back and forth. It's been pretty cool just seeing all uh, the support from everybody, from family, friends. Um, yeah, it's been kind of surreal. Still don't really uh, – haven't processed it yet, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, how many texts did you have after the game? How many texts have you gotten in the last couple of days? More than I can count, just between – Twitter, Instagram, and uh, my cell phone. It's just been blowing up a little bit, which is uh, it's awesome. The uh, hard part is just getting back to everybody and make sure uh, everybody knows I saw it. Yeah, that is hard, man. Really hard. How about for you, Hayden? I know it was Nolan that caught the touchdown pass, but I bet you've gotten your fair share of people reaching out too. Oh, yeah. my Same thing uh, with my phone blowing up too. Uh, but the the funny thing about Nolan is he might be one of the worst responders in the world <laughs> on his cell phone. So if he doesn't reach out or respond back to you, don't feel bad. Um, but yeah, my phone even has been has been blowing up too. So it, it's, it's been a lot of fun couple of days. So just so um, I think we probably mentioned this when Nolan was on a few years ago, but um, I'm really good friends with Hayden and Nolan's father, Todd, who I'm pretty sure has been on the show, played nine years in the NFL for the New England Patriots, starting at right guard during uh, the Bledsoe era, including starting in that Super Bowl against the Packers at the Patriots, unfortunately lost. So, And we have a, a very close mutual friend here in central Pennsylvania. And let's be honest, there aren't that many um, – former NFL players that live in this area. So uh, we kind of all know each other. By the way, I don't know if you guys, if your parents told you, but last week um, we were at uh, a friend's house and Jonathan Ogden was there. So it was just me and your dad and Ogden just like telling stories. It was amazing. Yeah, I saw the uh, the picture of it and I didn't realize how small that he could make you two look. You guys look tiny compared to him. Unbelievable, dude. 6'9", 335 still, and, like, he looks lean. You know what I mean? Like, he looks skinny. I mean, he's got to be the only offensive lineman out there that's actually taller than you, Nolan. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, so let's let's talk about the play. So, you know, we'll put it on our, our social media, at Ross Tucker Pod, at Ross Tucker NFL, so that you can see it. But essentially – they put Nolan, who's an offensive tackle, at left tackle, but wearing number 93. He's using number 66, and you blocked for like a second or two, then released, and you were wide open. So my question is, is this the first time you guys ran the play? Is this the first time you were in the game as 93? Talk me through that. Well, it wasn't the first time we ran it, thank God. We had a couple uh... – 
couple uh, two weeks of uh of practice repping it and thankfully i hadn't hadn't dropped one in practice but uh honestly at that point in the game i didn't think the uh the call was going to happen so uh just be able to run out there it's like it was, whole thing was just kind of in slow motion ever since uh, like from the huddle to the the catch and uh yeah I guess the rest is uh history but uh yeah it was such a cool moment so wait a minute because I wasn't watching the game I was driving back from my game so they literally only put you in for that play so there's like 20 seconds left in the game you guys are down by five or whatever and they say zebra or no one or whatever and you're like oh (laughs) yeah after sitting on the sideline for three and a half quarters uh just to get get that call and you know not no time to warm up the legs or anything just go out there and uh and do your job which uh thankfully uh turned out well that is unbelievable so i don't know if i've told this story on the show before but in one two Maybe just two games my rookie year for Washington, I played goal line tight end. Now in the NFL, oh. it's a little bit different because you still wear your own, you still wear your O line number sixty eight. I was sixty eight. You yeah. just report as eligible, so you mm-hmm. just tell the the ref, "Yo, I'm eligible," and they announce it. And um, we were playing the Eagles of all teams, and I blocked my guy. And run like a crossing route. Like everything was flowing that way. And I oh. went the other way. And I was like wide open. But the Eagles brought a blitz off the edge. And our quarterback, Tony Banks, he either got sacked or he just had to throw the ball away. I can't remember which. But I was wide open against the Eagles. And we had just like you know, we had practiced it for a couple of weeks. And yeah. I caught everyone. I dude, I literally would catch it. And do like a two-hand spike and then go like this. Like, I call it the Tucker T. I was like punching my hands out. Like, I, I had it all. Dude, by the way, that reminds <laughs> your um your bow was unbelievable. Tell, tell me about the bow. And my daughters, by the way, who are like in musicals and stuff, they love that. Tell me about the bow and the thought that went into that. Well, we're, I mean, when you run it in practice a couple of times, she's, catch the ball that okay if this ever happens like what am I gonna do um honestly it was just trying to find something that wasn't gonna get me like flagged and put us back on the kickoff so uh some guys suggested like you know shotgun the football or something like that but I don't know I didn't want to be too risky so I think a bow would probably be pretty cool and uh yeah as soon as I caught the ball I was like oh like, what do I do what do I do and then uh yeah just did the bow it turned out pretty cool <laughs> oh man that you know what's crazy? Like, that was not an easy catch. You know, like when you when you watch it in slow mo, um, and I saw even JJ Watts tweet about it. Like, it's a lot harder, I think, than people realize when you have a helmet and shoulder pads on. You were kind of turned around, and probably good for you because you're so tall. But high can be tough when it's like high and over your head like that. Sure, and I. Like the whole time, I was worried. I can't trip on my knee braces here, or or fall over in the end zone as I'm trying to run to the ball. So thank uh, thank God it turned out all right. But uh, yeah, just turn around and seeing that ball in the air was just kind of slow motion, and didn't. I mean, I don't think I got very high off the ground, but uh, yeah, I guess it looked pretty athletic. So what's the deal? How are you eligible on that? Because 
you're wearing an eligible number and you're the yeah. end man in the line of scrimmage? Yeah, as long as I'm not covered by the receiver because he was off the ball. Got it. So you didn't have to report or anything? No. Man, yeah. team should run that more often. That yeah. can really, really mess with you, Hayden. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that might be our, our last time running that. His cover might be blown. But uh, <laughs> I, have, I have some some funny insight uh, from my perspective on that whole play. Um, so we're standing there, and there's, like, the skill guys huddle, and then there's the O-line huddle. And we're all waiting for the play to start. And I'm standing next to the O-lineman. And one of them, I, can't, I still don't remember who said it, but they like jokingly kind of said the play. And one of the other lines like, dude, shut up. Like, we're not, we're not running that right now. And uh, our offensive coordinator comes over and calls the play, and everybody's like, oh, my God. And I look over, and Nolan's still 10 yards away on the sideline. And I start waving, like, dude, come on. Like, this is it. You got to get over here. And he comes running over, and I look at him, and he, like, looks like he's – seen a ghost like he's just like dead face and i'm thinking to myself i'm like do i say something to him try and pump him up i'm like nope he's got it like nothing i can say right now can help he's he's done it so we go out there and uh we're kind of like muddle huddle around trying to disguise nolan and uh he walks to the edge of the huddle in front of the entire Illinois defense, and all of them are just pointing like 93, 93, like watch him. And I'm like, well, that's it. Like the place's not gonna work, cover blown. Um, but then we get it started, and uh sure enough, it worked. It was insane. So you hadn't been out there for any other snaps as 93, right? Like in any other games? No. Okay. No, I just had the had the jersey out for the game. You had the jersey on the previous game? Uh, yeah, because we, I think, put it in uh, Iowa week. So we had the plan to run it then and it never happened. So uh, we just did it again the next week. All right. So, Hayden, like, what were you were just blocking on that play? Yeah. So I lined up initially right next to Noel. We shifted over in the backfield. And my job was to pick up the guy that Nolan pass sets on for a second. So as soon as the ball snapped, I wasn't thinking about footwork or anything. I just sprinted over right over to his guy and Nolan lost him outside. So it made it really easy for me. And I just kind of got in his way, put like one hand on him and just got to watch the whole thing unfold from there. So um, hopefully you guys, you don't need to comment on this, but hopefully you guys drank a bunch of Labatt Blue Light Saturday night and enjoyed it. Maybe even Sunday with your teammates living life to the power of we always enjoy responsibly beer labat usa buffalo new york hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, 
Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, so then he catches it. Hayden, like, what's going through your head when he catches that? Like, same thing as Noel. Like, I could not believe it. From the moment the play was called to getting over and picking up his guy and then turning, watching Brayden chuck the ball up, just watching it, seeing Nolan go over the shoulder, um, it was it was unreal. Now, I didn't get to see the bow first, which I only figured out after. And I, even that, like, I don't know how he in that moment thought to immediately turn and take a bow. Like, I, when I scored, I was just losing my mind uh, last season. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't have coordinated a, a move like that on my first ever touchdown. Um, so that was, that was pretty funny, but I, I said it before. I think that that was probably the most excited I've ever been on a football field. I mean, not only uh, did he make that play uh, with as, le- as athletic as he looked, but to do it for the the game winner is just, is unbelievable and I I couldn't have been more happy in the moment and even now and and proud of my my younger big brother you know um that's really the key right like you guys were losing the game and the game was almost over what down was I don't even know uh was it is your second or third yeah Yeah, All right, so, so theoretically, if it didn't work, you guys had another shot. But still, yeah, there was there's definitely a little. But still, there's 20 <laughs> seconds left, and that was the go ahead. Um, that was the go ahead touchdown. Just I, so so you guys will appreciate this. I'm driving back from uh, Ohio because I did a Mac game, and all of a sudden, our our mutual friend uh, Luke Bernstein, he's texting me, Nolan. Oh my, <laughs> like he texts me a lot of stuff and I'm like, I'm driving. Like what? <laughs> like what? What is going on? He just caught the game winning touch. I'm like, he, I'm like Hayden. He said, no, Nolan, <laughs> which, which makes it ever even better. That, that I talked to my wife about this. I talked to a lot of people about it. I don't even know who the play by play guy was for FS1, but he, he made that. Whoever that guy is, I want to congratulate him. He made that even cooler. Like that call as a broadcaster, right? Like I'm into that. That mm. call was so awesome. He's like, touchdown, Reggie, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that, the that is the best. He's the the Charlotte Hornets announcer. And I've heard him before. Like, I've heard because he has so many like amazing calls. And that are just hilarious and so energetic like that. And I remember the first time that I watched the video and heard the call, I'm like, this sounds like the Charlotte Hornets announcer. And then somebody else when we were on the bus, like, that was the Charlotte Hornets announcer. I'm like, no way. So that was, that was pretty funny. That's amazing. Uh, all right, I got two more for you guys quick. Nolan, did you think about, like, the possibility at all that, like, you could drop it? Because I've thought about that Eagles play. And, like, it would have been amazing if I scored a touchdown against the Eagles. But what if I dropped it? Like, I would ne- – you know, that would, re- that would really have sucked for me forever. Yeah. I live back here. Oh, I know. I'm still thinking about what – like, what if. Um, I mean, I don't know. I probably would have to go into witness protection and uh, change my name. But 
<laughs> I don't think yeah, they have true. witness protection, dude, for six, eight and a half, three twenty. <laughs> I think you just roll with it. Yeah, but uh yeah, luckily it was the, the good outcome and not the bad one. So uh yeah, get to live with that every day. All right, la- last one, Hayden, Saturday night, home game, Ohio State, uh NBC, place gonna be rocking. How excited are you for this opportunity? This is uh, this is what you play college football for for opportunities like this, especially uh, in Madison. I mean, no better no better home environment against a, a great team coming in here under the lights night game. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty special. Awesome, good luck. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks, Hopefully, you guys like that as much as I did. I know this. In football, the fourth quarter is where the magic happens. It's where games are won, where champions are made. And in business, it's where sales teams become legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub, to give sales reps the deal-making tools they need to win their Q4. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule, goals, and to-do lists in one place to save your team precious fourth quarter time. And smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. So get ready to dominate Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at HubSpot.com slash sales. Tux takes. All right, Ross, we'll start. Chiefs linebacker Nick Bolton got wrist surgery, and he's going to go on the IR. He's out about eight weeks while wide receiver Justin Ross was arrested in Kansas feels like anecdotally there's a decent amount of guys getting arrested. I mean, obviously that's going to be the next Tuck's take as well. I don't know what the, I, I, I didn't even look that closely into what Justin Ross allegedly did. I know that it was a felony and then now they've, instead of a felony, now it's two misdemeanors, which is a positive for him. But you know, it's never a good thing to be in the mix with that kind of stuff, no matter what happened, especially when the Chiefs have so many other receivers and you haven't exactly distinguished yourself among them. The thing I'll say, I got two thoughts on the Bolton wrist surgery. Number one, he's a really good player. He is a really good player and he's a difference making player at the linebacker position. You know, people have different opinions on linebackers and their value and all that. Nick Bolton is absolutely a difference making player at that position. Number two, though, if you remember, we had drew tranquil come on the show. Was that in the summer, Jack? Yeah. That had to be after he had signed. So yeah, that was late spring summer. I remember he said nothing had been promised to him. They were bringing him in to compete. And I think he might have been in in some packages before this. But then now Bolton's out for at least eight weeks. You know how awesome it is for the Chiefs and their general manager, Brett Veach, that they already have Drew Tranquil there? Like a legitimate starting linebacker who's athletic, made a bunch of plays on Sunday against his former team, the Chargers. You know... I always say there's a reason why the good teams are as good as they are. And a big part of that is because of things like this. You know, they signed Tranquil as a free agent 
even though he wasn't going to start because they knew he'll probably start at some point. Just smart. Saints wide receiver Chris Olave was arrested on suspicion of reckless driving. Everything I just said about <coughs> Justin Ross pretty much applies to Chris Olave as well. Just never good when you're in the news for these reasons. I will say it feels like nowadays the NFL takes their time before they make any decisions in terms of punishment. They let the entire legal process play out now, it seems like, before they actually make a, make a decision as to any type of suspension. Lions released wide receiver Marvin Jones after he announces he's stepping away from football for family reasons. This doesn't happen very often, especially during the middle of the season. So I'm going to make it my Labatt take. It's presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. So NFL players are human beings just like you, just like anyone else. And sometimes those human beings have serious family issues that come up. I mean, think about Marvin Jones. Think about how good the Lions are right now and how bad this must be for him to need to step away from football to attend to this. I think sometimes we forget about the fact that these guys are still real people with real issues going on. So whatever it is for Marvin Jones, I hope everything's okay. I hope he's able to handle it and that everything ends up being positive for him and his family because knowing him, I can't imagine he would do something like this unless he really needed to. Broncos safety Kareem Jackson suspended four games for for repeated dangerous behavior, but that got reduced to two games on an appeal by jointly appointed hearing officer Derek Brooks. So listen, uh, Kareem's been on the show. Glad he's been on the show. But the suspension was probably warranted. I mean, five times in seven games, he did something that rose to the level of being fine-worthy. I appreciate that he wants to hit people hard and set the tone. In fact, I love that. But it doesn't need to be this often to the head or neck area of a defenseless player. Cardinals put tight end Zach Ertz on the IR with a quad injury, and they released safety Kayvon Wallace. The Kayvon Wallace one is surprising. I thought they were really happy with him. I thought he was really playing well. And Zach Ertz feels like he's been kind of in and out of the lineup, in and out of being hurt the last couple of years. That's a bummer for me because I was, I'm calling the Ravens at the Cardinals on Sunday. I know Zach. I was looking forward to watching him play. Just some other news too, Jack. The Dolphins put... Offensive lineman Isaiah Wynn on IR. He had a quad injury, and the Rams released kicker Brett Maher, who, man, he had three missed kicks that really, really hurt the Rams on Sunday in their game against the Steelers. Before I forget, by the way, we are exactly two months away from Christmas. Just go to myfrontpagestory.com. It is the best gift you could ever give a loved one. I highly recommend MyFrontPageStory.com I think we're done here. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shoutouts other than MyFrontPageStory.com. How about Sportaculture? Love their stuff. How about HumanHeadNYC.com? SteakhouseSports.com? Go-Bangles.com? Backoffice schedule.com and the always delicious Pizza Boy Brewing.